Just one day out from the start of the baseball season, we've got Blackjack Fletcher Beho here. I've just got one question to ask you guys. And uh, reading in through a lot of these previews and diving in, uh, we're going to talk National League today. Are these teams going to be ready to play baseball tomorrow? Because uh, I don't know if some of these pitchers and some of these uh, some of these guys are going to be in baseball shape. We may have some football scores early in baseball season, Blackjack. I mean, maybe. I don't know. You know, it's, I can tell you that uh, as a Mets fan, I expect nobody on that team to be ready to play baseball. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it goes. Uh, so, you know, well, who knows? We'll see. You know, I mean, I, I feel like early in the season, you're right. It either goes one of two ways. You just see games that are 14-10 or you just see or no, or, or nobody can hit. Right. Every, so. Like everybody's just way behind a pitcher, maybe in great shape and a little bit ahead. Uh, we're going to get through all the 15 teams in the National League today. If you want some help with the American League, we already took care of that for you yesterday with DFS, with Kyle, myself, and with Biho. We'll uh, talk about some of the, the player movement. We'll look at what teams' odds are to win their division and what their win totals are. And uh, we'll give you an idea of if you can make some money playing them this year. Biho, tomorrow it all begins. And today, you and I will be able to at least talk about our teams, which we didn't get the chance to talk about yesterday. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, you know, I, I don't know that I'm excited to talk about the Reds, but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, here we are. Blackjack, we are excited to talk about Bet US. Tell us a little bit what we're looking at right now. We are thrilled to announce our new partnership with Bet US. Uh, this is a fantastic online sports book. Uh, and, and listen, you both have had the chance to get on here now and create accounts, and we've all been playing on here. They have absolutely everything you could want to bet on here. Any prop. Any future you could have bet on WrestleMania, you can bet on on you know elections. You can bet anything here. They've got a race book, so when we're we're doing Mohawk Mania on Mondays and Thursday nights, you can go on there and make the bets at Mohawk at BetUS. When you know you want to go and play some slot machines, which I did during our company meeting yesterday. Totally uh, watched it. I <laughs> went on and played some awesome slots with great graphics. Um, you they can check out all the options just right there on the left side of the screen. That's just for baseball right now. Everything you know? possible. And for those of you who do not already have a BetUS account, we are able to offer you a 125% bonus on your first deposit. Use the link right here, tinyurl.com slash BTVBetUS. Very simple, BTVBetUS, BTVBetUS, BTVBetUS. Remember, burn into your brain. TinyURL.com slash BTVBetUS, 125% bonus for first-time depositors. Go play. Have fun. Well, let's have some fun talking about uh, the National League East and your defending World Series champs who are favored to win this division, that Atlanta Braves. The Braves are, you know, you can find them in around a plus 1,200 or so to win the series. They're your NLE's favorites. They have fan graphs have has them projected around 93 wins. If you were under win total, you, you'd look around 91 and a half or so. That'd be the number. ESPN has them power ranked at number three. For a World Series team like this, you always have to wonder about the quick turnaround. You have team, you have a, a pitching staff pitching deeper and throwing more innings than they ever have before. And then they come back this year and, you know, you do have a little bit of that World Series hangover. And this team has some changes, Blackjack. No Freddie here. Yep. Um, 
So they will look a little different for the first month or so. They will be without Ronald Acuna Jr. So that may not be um, the easiest thing to deal with right off the bat. They did bring in Matt. Matt they did bring in Matt Olson there, and as the starting pitching staff, they're ranked you know eleventh or so. So one of the top fish pitching staffs in the league. What do you think about the Braves this year? I have a hot take on the Atlanta Braves. I think they stink. Okay. I think they're the worst World Series champion since the Kansas City Royals in 2015. Uh, I think they're I, I think they're a fluky team. I, I don't have a lot of respect for this team. Freddie Freeman leaving is definitely a blow. Um, I think that they were incredibly fortunate to get there and win that title last year. Credit to them for doing it, but do I expect the Braves to win this division or win the World Series again? Absolutely not. I mean, I would put my left nut on the line. This team's not winning the World Series again. There Whoa. is no way. There's no Are we way. Cutting nuts. Good thing that you still got the right one over there. Just it's in not case. happening, but, yeah. dude. It's not no, happening. I, I, when I look at this division, <laughs> I think there's really nice value on the Philadelphia Phillies at three to one. I I would put my money on the Phils. Yeah, not, uh, Beho. I'm not. I'm under in the Braves. Of the- far as the win totals are concerned this year because I think what Blackjack is hitting on a lot of things started to break their their way towards the end of the year remember they were under 500 at the midway point of the season they made a couple big moves those moves all worked out for them and then in addition to that they needed to run into teams that the the ball bounced their way right it seemed like every time when they played the Dodgers in that series the Dodgers didn't have much pitching left the Braves were better they earned it all the sudden Rosario was the best player in the world and you couldn't get the guy out. Um, you know, it, it was absolutely nuts. So you wonder, are things like that? Did that happen at that right moment for them to win? Can you sustain that through? And will it be easy when you have these games to start the season where you're not quite as motivated, right? The early April mm-hmm. games and you don't have like Acuna or Freeman there to kind of pick you up with that energy or that leadership does that worry you at all yeah i mean a little bit like again i mean do i think this team's gonna win the world series no i don't um but you know it's hard to knock their lineup man and i you know blackjack's got a hot take on one end i've got a hot take on the other i think this lineup is better with matt olsen than it was with freddie freeman you you're crazy matt olsen flat out ranks the only reason you don't know about it is because he played in oakland um this dude. Don't tell me out. that Oakland. That's my favorite baseball team. Probably not this year, but Ooh. in years past, in no, years prior. Not. You're a Mets <laughs> fan. How many I, teams you got? I, I just wanted to shut you up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're wrong. I mean, Matt Olson rakes. Uh, he he hits lefties good, righties he mashes. Everybody. He is a better hitter than Freddie Freeman. Career wise, not there yet. He will be one day. Um. Pitching staff is just okay for me. Um, not much. I'm with you, Gino, on the under 91 and a half uh, win total. I don't think they'll get there. Um, I think they're a wild card team. I think they're like in the playoffs. Yeah. I think they're still a good team. I don't think they're a bad yeah, and team. And they're going to be a tough out because yeah. they're a good lineup. And when they they're, get Acuna back, I mean, like, I, again, like I know everybody's Tatis, Trout, you know, all these guys. Ronald Acuna may be my favorite player in baseball. He's like, awesome. That guy is a flat out stud superstar something blackjack wouldn't know about but uh yeah Spicy i hope he comes morning. back sooner than later i don't know right what off the star looks like sure i do i love right it that great player it's a shame he's wasting his time in a horrible 
rat's nest like Atlanta. I was going to say, didn't you see Blackjack starring in the movie across from Mall Canyon 2 all those years back? Superstar. 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 He knows it as well as any as we move from the Braves. Oh, I did bring in uh, Kenley Jansen, who, you know, I think a lot of people piled on. Me too. A lot of people through the years piled on Kenley. They they made him the scapegoat, and he he won and closed and pitched a lot of good games. And we find out that once or twice he might have been cheated too. So things might have looked different if he had three World Series rings, you know, than than yeah. just the one. Well, Gina, too, you know, with closers in general, it's like we only remember their blown saves. It's like when Rysel Iglesias with, with, was with the Reds, we the Reds fans started dogging him towards the end of his tenure. He got, yep. And all he did was be one of the best closers in baseball. He went and he's out good. to uh, with the LA, Angels now. And he's he's dominating out there. So, you know, yep. that's just fans being silly. Okay, we're going to get to a team that I, I love this year. Um, and I got to figure out the way that I'm going to play them particularly because I don't think I can play them to win the division, but I am going to be attacking them repeatedly in individual games. Miami Marlins. I like this team a lot this year, guys. They a fantastic pitching staff. Really, really good. Really under the radar. Sandy Alcantara is one of the better pitchers yes. that nobody talks about and can eat innings. Trevor Rogers at over 10.2 strikeouts per nine. This guy is legit. Pablo Lopez is excellent. Alicia Hernandez can eat innings. Jesus, he's sort of a reclamation project. He came over from the A's, but this guy's upside is incredible. And Sixto Sanchez might be better than all of them, but he's going to be you. hurt for the first half of the year. And if, and if he gets back for the second half of the year and can give them some innings, this a legitimate staff. What I like about uh, what they did this year, too, is they've got three or four actual big league veteran bats throughout their lineup that are guys that have produced before. You know, you've got Jorge Soler that you bring in. That's your World Series key that, that's playing, that you know, that's coming off of a nice run. You know, you've got a Joey Wendell who, who they can move around. And has some versatility there. Avicel Garcia is going to hit right in the middle of their lineup. And they're very high on the youngster Jazz Chisholm. All of a sudden, they've got a lip now that you add to Garrett Cooper, who was good last year. Jesus Aguilar is always someone who can give you, you know, 25 to 30 home runs in the middle of the lineup. And this lineup might not be that much with that pitching staff they have. I think this team can absolutely be around a 500 team. Just for example, if you were to bet some of their win totals, they're in like the 77, 78. Uh, Fangraphs has them more like an 83 win team. There's actually a pretty big difference, like based yep. on projections from what you would bet, like five or six wins there. I think there might even be a little more upside there. I will absolutely be playing them like head up a lot against the Mets or against the Braves or against the Phillies, where they're probably going to be underdogs, but. Blackjack, I'm trying to figure out the best way to play them. I, I will probably play a small on their over-under. Yeah. I just don't, don't know if it – I don't know if play them to win the division because it is a tough division. It, it is a – it's a competitive yeah. division, They're not going right? to win that division, but you're absolutely right. I mean, you forgot two years ago this was a playoff team, right? I mean, this was mm -hmm. a this was a solid team. And, and I again, I, I think everything you, you hit on about that rotation spot on. That rotation is is very, very good. 
And with Sanchez coming back mid-year, they should get a little bit of a bump, which the Marlins don't usually get because they don't make mid-season yeah. trades to to add people. But that'll be like their their trade deadline edition. It's a good point. Uh, and the lineup is it, it, the lineup's going to be fine. Like I think their lineup it's better will, than it's been in years prior. It will do what it needs to do with that pitching staff to be to be effective. I, again, you're right. You can't bet them to win the division because I think there's too much talent ahead of them. But the Marlins are one of those teams that's going to be on the fringe of that wild card picture all year. And what's cool about betting baseball is there are a lot of days where this team is plus 150. And you, that's, you can play and, them straight up. That's the way to bet them. Is Absolutely. Is to find them up against the Mets or the Phillies or the Braves when they've got like a third or fourth or fifth starter going out there mm-hmm. all day long. Yep. Beho, uh, Miami. In a fun, this of the National League is the most fun to me because it is the most contentious. You have, I think, four that could be good, that could be above five hundred and like solid baseball teams. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think you guys have hit the nail on the head with this team. Um, you know, you mentioned Jazz Chisholm; uh, he, he's that next young star that's just a fun guy. Uh, he has a lot of fun out on the field. People are going to start knowing his name more and more. I know a lot of guys that follow baseball, you know, as much as we do, have known this name for a couple of years now. But I think the world's going to be introduced to him this year. Um, their lineup's as good as it has been in years. Adam Solaire just is, I mean, fantastic on his off days in the outfield. You can throw him in at DH, um, let him rip. And, and and Sixto, I'm glad he brought up Sixto. Sixto's been one of those guys I've been high on since he's, you know, a couple yep. of years ago when he kind of seemed like he was on the cusp of making the league. And then he's just been riddled with injury. And like, it does worry me a little bit on what to expect when he comes back from all this injury time. But, you know, if he is anywhere near where he was before the injury, I mean, that's a big addition halfway through the season. So um, I'm like you, I, I think you attack this team when they're underdogs against third and fourth uh, starters and, and other teams rotations um, this team's good enough to win the central, I think. Um, I agree. No, just, they, it's just a tough they, they just happen to be in the east, so in the east, where there are three teams that are probably more likely to win the than division them. than them, you know, yeah. that are just a little bit deeper and a little bit more proven. But yeah, they're feisty. Like, if if we looked around and it was September and this team is right, it's not going to shock me, but I just no, don't no. know if they, I, I don't want to lock my money into that. Like we said, I'd much rather invest them on the, on the day to day, you know, you know, the if, week. you can play them a couple are, times a week. Yeah. And I mean, if, if, if somebody out there is considering playing the Marlins to win the division, I mean, it's not terrible, but you have to think of along the lines of they're young and dumb. And so they don't really play with as much pressure as the three teams that are picked ahead of them. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if they are right there at the end, maybe, maybe the lack of pressure does it. I, you just never know with young teams. So I mean, if you want to dabble, I don't blame you, but I'm like you. I think there's value just betting them every day. Blackjack, let's get to the Mets. Mets were the eighth overall choice to win the World Series, second in the NL East. Their total is around 88.5 if you wanted to bet the win totals. Fafs has them projected right at that, right about 89 there. And, (gasps) you know, coming into the season two weeks ago, we would have said this team – no doubt has the best pitching staff in baseball. And right, we don't know when Jacob DeGrom is going to pitch. We do know that Max Scherzer looks like he's going to start on Friday. But you don't like the fact that 
an issue after yeah. having an issue at the end of last year. And that's one thing for Scherzer. I think, man, he's such a bulldog and he's such a stud, but two of the last three times he was in the playoffs, he had to come out of the game because of an injury. He had to do this a couple of years ago and they got lucky because he was able to pitch in game seven and win the world series. And last year he couldn't pitch for the Dodgers. And so, you know, you, he's 37 now. It's not like he's getting any younger. Those miles are starting to add up. It's just not the best start the year. That's all. It could be fine it's in a, a month typical with Scherzer. Mets way to start the year. Right? And and you know, you mentioned about their pitching staff. It was incredibly top heavy, but now that you take DeGrom out of the equation, now this rotation is all of a sudden not very great, right? No, you looks- got Scherzer who's a little banged up. You got Chris Bassett, Cookie Carrasco, Taiwan Walker. Like, you got guys here who are not very good. They're okay at best. Uh, Because now everybody's up a slot or two more than they should be, right? I believe those guys are slotted in at the fours and the fives. They're fine there. But if they've got to be up in the twos and the threes, it's not going to happen. I believe Jacob DeGrom won't pitch an inning this year. Um, Because he's not, he's already said he's not, he's going to opt out. Yeah, I, I don't believe up. he's. I don't believe he's pitching an inning this season. Um, this is an injury that seems very, from what I can tell, it seems very kind of touch and go. And it's They're vague. Wait. They're real They're vague about it. That's that's the thing, man. We'll see how it feels. I don't think Jacob Degrom is throwing a pitch this season, um, and that's typical Mets. Max Scherzer will come in. Max Scherzer will pitch pretty well. He'll go down at some point, and the Mets will win 83, 85 games. Yeah. Uh, they'll they'll underperform. The Marlins will get in the playoffs ahead of them. Um, and we'll be back to the drawing board next year because, um, you know, Jacob DeGrom is going to command uh, a contract that we can't even fathom at this point. Um because the rest of the team now, the offense isn't good the enough to carry last them. Year was putrid. Now, I, I I will say it's that better. Offense, even as, as pessimistic Mets fan, that offense has to progress a little bit, right? Like and I would I would bet I would buy some there. stock this year on Lindor. I would. He's I, not. He's got to be better he, than that. He's, you know? he's a much be better worse. player than that. He's a better player than that. I would buy some stock in him this year. And I think Alonzo has a better year. I, I think that, you know, I listen, their their lineup is not bad. It's one of the better Met lineups they've had in a while. My problem is that that pitching staff is I mean, if you look at where it is right now, it's it's bad. There's there are real yeah. problems there. And and the DeGrom thing is if you are just waiting for Jacob DeGrom to come out and save you, I do not believe that's happening. If he's got any sort of an inkling in that shoulder. It's not worth risking it. No, he's heading into free agency. He's not doing it. So, yeah, that's it's a disappointing start for a team that literally two weeks ago, they were third. They had the third highest projected win totals by the projection sites. Which I still thought was crazy, GWs. I still thought they were a pitcher short. And they might have been, and they might have been a team that needed to make one more move in the middle in the middle of the year. But you would have at least been able to kind of get you to that point to know, hey, you know what? Maybe we need one more to contend. Now, 
it seems like you're just going to be, you're just like chasing it. It's an uphill battle right from the start. And if things break well for them and we're wrong, maybe, but you just, it's a, such a bad vibe and such a bad energy, Beho, to start the season for them right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, on paper, you look at this lineup and it's pretty strong. Uh, but again, like the pitching, like losing to Grom is huge. And again, with baseball injuries, it always scares me more when they're very vague about what's going yeah. on. It's just yep. Yep. some stress reaction in Something the shoulder. What the hell is that? The, mean? Like the, the more specific you are, the better, right? Like, yep. is he hurting in the front of the shoulder? Is he hurting in the back of the shoulder? You know, I mean, there's so many different shoulder injuries um, coming from experience. I can tell you, and they all feel different. And you know, some are more um, or worse than others. Obviously. Um, I would prefer the shoulder than the forearm. The forearm usually indicates Tommy John's coming soon. Um, but, you know, again, he has no reason to play. Lindor has to step up. I think the Mets season totally relies on can this rotation step up with DeGrom out. I don't see it. I'd play the under 88 and a half. I saw him at. Um, sorry, Blackjack. It's just – it sucks because you got a good enough team to be competitive. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Go Athletics. Yeah, go A's, go A's. As we go to the Nationals uh, next, this team, wow, it's crazy to think how quickly this this flipped for them because they've got some talent here. But just a few years ago, we were t- talking about a Scherz, Corbin, Strasburg staff at the top where those three guys were legit. We'd never really know now with the health of Strasburg what that's going to be like. They don't have Scherzer, obviously, anymore. The uh, their total is in like the seventy ish range. Um, uh, Brian Underwood, who's checking in, asks, "Will they play tomorrow?" It shows rain in the forecast. Brian, I know that a couple teams have already postponed. Yankees, Red Sox. Um, yeah, Yankees. So Red Fr- Sox is over, and the Twins. Um, yeah, uh, Twins. Seattle. They they, yeah, the Mariners. Yep, those two games have already been moved to Friday. So yeah, I think. For opening day, everybody would like to have opening day be that experience, right? Get get people out at the ballpark as many as you can for that opening day. So uh, we'll get some teams playing on Thursday. A lot of teams play uh, Friday, like uh, my Dodgers, who we'll get to. They have a Friday day game out here. Uh, actually, they play at Colorado, but it's a Friday game. So Nationals now. I think they're in the 70 range if you wanted to bet their win total, 69-70. Fangraphs had them projected a little higher than that. 73 they still had them 25th in the league um and they are major long shot to win the world series or to win the nl east because of the question marks we have with them you know juan soto is one of the best players in the league if he put up mvp numbers this year it wouldn't be surprising at all but then after him you know, what else in that lineup can you count on? Nelson Cruz, he's a great vet, but he's getting older. You know, you don't know if you can count on that production year. And you got guys like Cesar Hernandez and Alcides Escobar who are fine sort of table setters. You know, below them, Josh Bell, he's had a good year or two. Kyber Ruiz and uh, and Josiah Gray, they were Dodger really highly prospects. So perhaps they can, you know, they can be a little bit ahead of schedule and help this team be better. But Blackjack, just kind of comparing this, this team, their step and their rosters to the rest, I don't really know what they do better than like anyone in this division. 
Yeah, they're stuck in, you You put the right phrase, it's limbo, right? I mean, ever since that bum Bryce Harper left town. Um, yeah. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Worst MVP ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I give you the MVP if your team doesn't even make the playoffs. Whatever. No big deal. That's Joey Vaughn. So, yeah, I mean, listen, the Nationals need to make a decision sooner than later, right? Like, they need to either decide maybe we can be competitive here or they got to tear this thing down. Like, they've got, got players well, that, that can like, help others and are worth If you're going to be this bad, you shouldn't have Strasburg. You shouldn't have Corbin, Sanchez. You shouldn't have Nelson Cruz. Like, these guys should not be on your roster if you're going to lose this many games trade them away and rebuild the thing around, around Soto. Absolutely. You're right. You have some of the veterans who are just sort of there to help you win a few extra games. And is that what you want to do right now? No. Is that what's best for you at this I point? I say this all the time. And, and Brian and I have had this conversation about multiple sports. Be really good or really bad. Don't be in the middle. It's the, it's worst, the worst thing you can do. Be. Because you delude yourself into thinking, well, we're close enough. No, you're not. There you're are not. only very specific times where being in the middle is okay, and it's if and it's only if you came from the bottom and yeah, you're and on you're the way in, up, right? And you're right. on the way up, where right. it's like I'm in the middle because now we can hope to take another step forward, or maybe we can lure a free agent that sees that we're exactly. competitive. But other than that, you want to be so so bad or really really good. Otherwise, That's you're it. screwed. You got no way to get. You're just in serious trouble. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bet against the Nationals a lot. Yeah. I, I Josiah Gray might be someone I, I look and watch how he's pitching early in the year because this guy was a really highly regarded prospect for the Dodgers, and he's got good stuff. So maybe in a situation like I was saying with the Marlins where they're an underdog against the Braves or the Mets, and you, you look to attack them in those games. But Juan Soto is sure as hell fun to watch, uh, but – I don't know what this team, Beho, this Nationals team, they look like they're going to be, in my opinion, the worst team in the NL East. Yeah, it's bad. And, uh, you know, Blackjack said they have to choose a path, but uh, the only path is, is really chosen for them. They, they've got to blow this thing up. Um, first and foremost, they're – Pick a lane. Who's a lane? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, they, good Joey Triviani. There's only the one lane, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's there. So um, – you know, Soto's making what seventeen million this year. He's got two more arbitration years left. So, I mean, he's prime. That's your to clock. Command. That's your top dollar yeah. uh, on on a uh, trade. So, I would not be shocked. You know what? I'm just going to say it now. If they're going to trade him. They're going to trade Nelson Cruz because Nelson Cruz is going to be hitting the ball. There's going to be a playoff contender that wants a DH. They're going to trade off everybody they can. I don't. I don't if you want to trade Soto, that's fine. You just better get the right return for him. <laughs> You get it like that. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? With, with, with two arbitration years left. Player. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Two arbitration years left. The team that gets him still controls him for two years. He's going to so he's worth top, a ton. value yeah. returning. Yeah, you're going to get some uh, Whereas the longer you back. wait, the less you're going to get. And at the end of the day, you know in that thir- you know, in three years, when he becomes an unrestricted free agent, you have zero shot at keeping him in Washington. Forget it. He's going to wear pinstripes and make a billion dollars. Okay. The the kid, you said, Gino, that he's one of the best. I would argue that he is the best player. 
Everyone says that. Who, who's the last major free agent that team signed? I don't know. Garrett Cole? Oh, Garrett Cole. Nobody wanted him. He's a bum. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. All I heard is, oh, Carlos Correa is going to go there, and every other free agent's going to go there. Nobody wants that. Nobody cares about those bums. Fantastic ball. He probably flying under the radar quite a bit this year because I don't know how many games they win. Washington Nationals, uh, they're in the 70 range. Let's finish up the NL East with the Phillies. Jack, this team uh, on paper looks pretty good. You know, Fangraphs had them in the 88 win range. If you wanted to bet their over under, it would be around 86 and a half lean over there. I like their rotation. Zach Wheeler doesn't look like he's all that hurt early, which is nice for them. He should be able to start, I think, four or five games in. I like Aaron Nola quite a bit. And if you look at his year last year, it was really unlucky. He had a lot of balls that just were not hit well or not hit hard that doinked in. He's going to have a better year on the margins than he did last year. Ranger Suarez is legit. And then the guys at the bottom of their rotation are solid fours and fives in those spots. They brought in Kyle Orber. They brought in Castellanos to add to Harper and Real Mudo and Reese Hoskins that they already have. Have and, and quietly pretty good up the middle with Didi and Segura. Glorious. This yeah. team is solid. Like they're very well built top to bottom. It takes pressure off Real Muto now. He can go back up like into the two spot where he can be a hitter there and he can focus a little bit more on the staff. I like this team. I think they're going to be battling for the, the NL East division. And if their pitching staff stays healthy, I would, th- this would be the team I would bet if you were looking on a team to bet the, to win the division. Yeah, I mean, this is my pick here. Um, I think that the Phillies, the Phillies are a team that is is on that come up and is really in the right spot here. So we can right? see they're four to one right here. That, if you wanted to bet them to win at that US, you know, they're the third choice at four to that, one on, on um, that US. I like, I, as you mentioned, I like the rotation. I love the lineup. The lineup is. The lineup is as good as it gets right now, I think, in, in baseball. Uh, I, there's not really a weak spot in it. My only concern about them is their bullpen. And, you know, the only the only good thing I'll say is you can always address a bullpen with trade deadline. I mean, there's yeah, always – You know what? Knebel was good out. for the Dodgers last year. He's a former yeah, closer. He wasn't bad. They've got Brad Hand. I mean, but they, they – if there's a weakness there, it's that bullpen. That bullpen yeah. is, is, is going to be a little bit shaky for them. Um, but I do like the Phillies a lot. I mean, I, you know, even though they've got to deal with Bryce Harper and his his toxic locker room presence, oh, um, <laughs> you are you know, hamming it up right now. I still think I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why I'd be doing that. Um, <laughs> even though they have to deal with his toxic presence in the locker room, um, I still think that that Joe Girardi's a good enough manager to overcome that. Um, if not, you know, Harper's just going to choke the life out of that team. Biho, what do you think about the Phillies and their opportunity? I, I mean, Blackjack stole my thunder. I I looked last night. They were 3-1. to one. Now they're 4-1. to one. I like it even more to win the division. This is my team. You guys have hit, hit the nail on the head. I mean, where where's the weak spot in this lineup? I mean – <laughs> Alec Bohm is a phenomenal young player, too, that you really haven't got to see much of. You'll see him more this year because they'll be on TV a lot, I'm sure. Um, 
Aaron Nola, love him. I what to be fair, I love Zach Wheeler as well. Zach Wheeler, Wheeler is and he's yeah. like the best pitcher that nobody talks about. Yeah, and Wheeler's 10 to 1 to win the Cy Young, and I really wanted to pull the trigger on it. But guess what? I can get Aaron Nola at 12 to 1. I think there's a little more value there. If he just improves his his outings on the road, I think uh he, he's right in the hunt. Right, Nola's opening day, which maybe you get a couple yeah. extra starts throughout the year with him. And yeah. Maybe so, with Wheeler a little banged up. To see. Kyle Gibson's yeah. legit. Ranger Suarez, like this is a good, yeah. it's a good roster from top to and, bottom. It really, is. yeah. And you know, Blackjack mentioned their bullpen, and and I agree. I yeah. think if if you find a weak part of this team, it's the bullpen. Um, it allows them to address that during the season. But if as long as they're just okay, just don't be real bad. If you're just okay, I think the lineup is good enough to score a ton of runs and win games you shouldn't because of bullpen mishap. Just be, just be okay. If as long just as the okay. is okay, I think this team wins the division. It, it, it was believe, the Leo. It was the old Leo stable duel. Just don't, just suck. don't suck. Special, Do you right? Believe the, that this team is seventh to win the National League. Yeah, at sixteen to one. Sixteen to one. Can you imagine if Bryce Harper wasn't on this team, they'd be 10 to 1. Phillies with a big, big shot this year. We'll see if they can get the job done in the National League East. Let's move along to the Central, fellas. Uh, I'll pull it up a little bit on here as uh, the Central was. While you're pulling that up, I just want to say this. I don't know if our guy is watching. Uh, and that's why you're doing this because I'm I'm biting my lip because I'm Team Harper in this situation. You know that, right? I I don't know what situation you're referring to, and you <laughs> you may have just lost your spot on tomorrow's show. Oh, my! <laughs> because there's only one team. Yeah, you're right. TV, TV, baby. Uh, so we get to the National League Central, and. <laughs> The Brewers, to me, just on paper, look by far the run best away. team in this division. Like, you know, I mean, on paper, their pitching staff with Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Peralta, and Lauer and Hauser were, like, yeah. pretty solid towards the end of last year, like, deceivingly good. And, and it's not only that their staff is really, really good, but then you look at the rest of the division – and you just compare the rest of the division and all of the division is worse than they were last year. The Reds emptied out. The Cubs emptied out. The Cardinals aren't better than they were last year. Um, and, and Pittsburgh is still just going to be a, a seller dweller again. I don't, it's nothing sexy. Obviously they're going to be favored in a lot of their games because their pitching is so overwhelming and, and you're, you know, it's going to be hard to play them individually there, but I don't know if you're looking for like a World Series winner or something. This might not be a bad one because you know what they're pitching and they may just be, they may be in the spot that like, you know, like the Tennessee Titans were this year in football where the division is so easy that like you can just kind of coast. You can set yourself up. You know, you're going to probably get yourself a series where some other teams in the East might be battling to try to get, win the division and get in a wild card spot. Blackjack, they're just in a really good spot this year. Yeah, listen, I, I think this is the easiest division winner you're going to find. Um, 
especially in the National League. As you mentioned, the, the rotation alone is enough to get them there, right? Uh, these The top three are great, but Hauer, Hauser and, and Lauer were really good for them last year. The bullpen is, I mean, I, I think they're the best bullpen in baseball. They're the only bullpen that I trust in baseball. Um, I'd say that pretty convinced. Yeah, the only one I would trust. Um I like the lineup. You know, you know what you're going to get out of the lineup for the most part. And yeah, Gino, I think you're right. With this division being as weak as it is, it gives Milwaukee really a chance to, you know, play safe. And, you know, if anyone's a little banged up, you need time off, you want some extra rest days, you got time to do it so that when the playoffs roll around, they should be ready to go. Fangraphs had the bullpen ranked number two. Uh, you know, Hader, Devin Williams, Brent Suter, Boxberger, Cousins, Ashby. Uh, they've got a lot of really good arms there. And the lockdown guy, Hader, who is probably the best bullpen pitcher in all of baseball is right he now. Racist? Is he a racist? He's a racist, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, although he did, I will say that he didn't double down on it. He actually did try to apologize afterwards. So I guess when people do that, you know, uh, we, we give them credit. We all make mistakes, but some, we never know if it's a, if you we were apologizing because you, you didn't mean to you say it or the Brewers, just if the Brewers would have sent him to sensitivity training before that's he made true. that mistake. That's maybe true. He that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beho Brewers. I mean, they're, they're going to be pretty tough in here, right? I mean, you guys have said it all. I mean, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> this lineup is incredible. This staff is incredible. I mean, you mentioned Hater. <laughs> I mean, they got the airbender in there too, Devin Williams. So, uh, I mean, th- this team. Now, if if they need much, to, to beat the Dodgers or, or to beat a good baseball team, maybe in a the Phillies in a series, they're going to need more than they got last year from Yelich. Yeah, yeah. look, I, I don't expect this team to compete for the, the pennant. Like, I, I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the division, but – when they run into the likes of the Dodgers or the Phillies or the Braves, even whatever, I, I don't see them stacking up there. Lineup-wise, they still aren't quite strong enough, it seems, to compete with the deeper lineup. So their baseball is going to have to be a lot different. It's going to have to be run-preserving, right? It's going to have to be yeah. all low-scoring games, good defense. They have to make sure their defense is really, really good to match up with that pitching staff because they're not going to outscore you a whole heck of a lot there. We move to the Cardinals, who are, I mean, on paper, the second best team in this division. They are project, but just to give you an idea, Fangraphs has them projected at 81 wins as the second wow. best team in the division. They've only got one team like legitimately over 500 in the Brewers. That's how bad they think this division is. And the, the problem with the Cardinals is. Good version of the Cardinals. I could see things going pretty well for them. You look at Goldschmidt. You look at oh, Arenado. They could have, you know, the, the better versions of their years. You know, guys like Bader, DeJong, Tyler O'Neill, Tommy Edmond, sort of young, high upside guys that have been, been in their system all have their better versions of themselves. But I don't know. Like, I just, this feels like we're, we're fangrass thing. I think they're like a 500 team. Um, Flaherty, if he can bounce back, he's got as good a stuff as anyone. But now you start like you're counting on Wainwright and Molina again, another year where they're older. Now Pujols came in. Are they going to actually be counting on Pujols? Because Pujols was great where he was last year. 
because they didn't need anything from him. Pujols would come in with one pinch hit, get in at bat. Uncle Albert was great. They'd smack him on the butt and he'd go out and, and it was, it was a, a cool little moment. I don't, I just don't think they're good enough to compete with the Brewers. And unfortunately, I don't think anyone else in this division is even close to the Cardinals. That's what makes this division really not a whole lot of fun or sexy to talk about from a gambling standpoint. I think overall, Beho, because I I think they're the second best team on paper. And are they even close to the Brewers? Yeah. So look, let me preface all of this with I hate the Cardinals with every bit of my being. Um as a Reds fan. They just always seem to find a way to be better than overachieve. Yeah. Like last year, they were horrible, and somehow they found a way. So, you know, when I see a low win total like this for them, it makes me really want to play the over because I just feel like they, they're going to overachieve. They're going to win more games than, than you expect them to, and they're going to be right in the hunt at the end, even though it's ridiculous and they have no business competing with the Brewers. Um, I think Molina, Pujols, and Wainwright are going to keep these young guys in the right mindset and have them ready to play every day. Um, you know, it's again, they're easily the second best team in the division. Would it shock me to see them win the division? No, but at plus 225, do I want to try to play that? No. So I'll probably play Cardinals over 84 and a half win total and go from there. And they are uh, 15th as far as the World Series prices are concerned, Blackjack. So they're sort of right in the middle. That's where, uh, you know, Vegas had them stacked. Cardinals, I, I mean, I get what Brian is saying, and he's probably right because they do have this Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees-esque quality to them. That I, I think know, it's just like a well-run organization, right? Like they I just – it is. It, it, uh, the minor league system, they can kind of bring guys right. up that are – you know, Adam Wainwright's got to be every bit of 50 years old. I mean, Stephen Matz wasn't very good with the Mets. Uh, Miles Mikolas, really? I mean, like, Flaherty's always hurt. You know, a, a Yadier Molina, Yadier Molina can go straight to hell. Like, I, I am so <laughs> Yadier Molina in my life. Like, oh, go great. to hell. I despise Yadier Molina. Paul Goldschmidt, fine. Tommy Edmond, Nolan Arenado should have stayed in Colorado. I mean, I think this team stinks. I, I hate uh, them. Breaking news. Bri- breaking news. Bryce Harper, uh, in his first at bat today, hit a 430 foot home run to give the Phillies a 1 0 lead. <laughs> Ooh, he hit a spring training home run. Good breaking breath. news. Color breaking. me impressed. Spring training MVP, Bryce Harper. Harper as uh, Blackjack Harps on Harper. What was his name? Bruce Harper? Brucey. Brucey. We turn the page from the Cardinals to the Cubs. And honestly, the next three teams that we're going to talk about is kind of a bummer because when we get the Reds, there's at least a couple pitchers for the Reds where you could see like, oh, if that staff is better than they should be, they could be competent uh, the Cubs and the and the Pirates the next two teams we talk about I mean the Cubs are 24th uh, to win the World Series if you were looking at their price they would be up in like the plus 13,000 range Fangraphs has them at 75 wins if you wanted to bet them on their over under it would be around 74 and a half 
I mean, you dig through their lineup, it's just not good. Madrigal, Swindle, Contreras, Hap, Wisdom. I know they're high on. Suzuki is the one who he's projected to hit 29 home runs, but you never really know. He's a 27-year-old rookie. He's good. He's got a lot of experience. We don't know sometimes how some of the uh, you know the Asian leagues will cross over for you know with the, the Japanese players or the Korean players sometimes you just don't know exactly what that level is until you see it because some players are fantastic and others just they can't make the transition and then their rotation like they don't have anybody that throws hard that's the whole problem it's like you know Hendricks and Miley are both fine guys in your rotation as like oh they can you know paint the corners here and there or pitch to good defense. But I don't think the Cubs have very good defense. I just don't think they're a very good team. This is what they wanted to do, kind of go through their rebuild right now. And this is their rebuild. They blew it all up and they don't have a whole lot of star power on this team anymore. I don't think they're very good. I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't play their under is just because the division is so bad that they're going to get a lot of other games against the Pirates against the, the Reds, who I don't think are that great, against the the Cardinals, who we don't even think are all that great. So, I, I don't know. Do you have anything positive to say, or do you like this Cubs team at all, Blackjack? No, I, I don't like this Cubs team. I'm just a little confused. Like, if you're in this mode that they're clearly in. Why do why you go you get Suzuki? Yeah, or why do you sign Stroman, right? Like, yeah, why are you making these moves that seem incredibly – like short-sighted here. I mean, like the, you're talking about guys that are are going to be a part of, of a team that's winning in the next few years. Like you shouldn't have been signing them. You should be trading Hendricks. I mean, like get, try to maximize whatever value you can. I don't, I don't really get what the clubs are doing. But they're not going to be good. No. And they're not going to be. And the, but the problem is, is a couple of the signings that they made, like, so if Suzuki hits you 30 home runs, the guy's going to help you win. And that's not going to do what you want this year Nobody because it'll that. help you win a few more games, but not enough games for it to matter. Same thing. If Marcus Stroman is okay, or if Kyle Hendricks bounces back to years that he's been really, really good, Beho, it's going to put them in a weird spot because they're better off just being bad. Yeah, I mean, baseball is a little different than other sports because, because you, you, you need... don't draft people that go straight into your team. Yeah, um, that's a little you know, you're right. Yeah, you're so, right. So you being still really bad to fill... doesn't necessarily, you know, help you. This team's terrible. Like, Wilson Contreras is penciled in as their three-hole. 237 last year with 57 RBIs. That's your three-hole? It's not good, man. It, I, Kyle Hendricks, you know, Blackjack, I, I hear you say dealing. Dealing to who? The dude no, throws 82. On. Dude, that, yeah, I hear you. He throws 82, Brian, but he's thrown 82 for the last five years. Yeah, I mean, he's just, someone... But he's just okay. But there is the still is... some team that is either making a playoff push or going to the playoffs that would say, I'll use Kyle Hendricks as my three. For like, the record, I don't know, I, man. I feel like there's so many better options. Ryan, I will, tell you, I will take him right as the four on the Dodgers right now. I just don't want him to start a playoff game. That's my and, only and that's, problem with him. See, that's what I'm saying is yeah. you're right, Brian, that it's not like, like the NBA or the NFL where you're going to go draft a guy who's going to come in tomorrow. But like a guy like Hendricks – has value in terms of you could get something back. You could Maybe get it's not really great, but sitting on him 
What does keeping them on that roster do for the Cubs? Yeah, and maybe yeah. it's not the draft picks, right? Maybe it's a guy right now that's just a little bit younger, okay. a prospect that's at double A or someone who you can bring up yeah. at the end of the year. I agree. I think they just seem like they're in a weird spot. They're kind of in no man's land again. Um, but I kind of, I know your point, Biho, is that it's a little bit different in baseball because you do need 25 guys. You do need a, a staff of pitchers that are going to eat innings up for you, right? Like you need guys that are going to go out there and just throw innings. So you have to yeah. sign some people on your roster. Oh, well, but, I mean, but, you know, but, I mean, listen. But no, not Stroman. Guys like Stroman. Like the box. Yep, and Stroman and Hendrick yeah, that, I know that's Wade pitchers, Miley. Who Wayne haven't Miley, thrown pitches in quite a while, but are not retired, that may be available. Yeah. And Hendricks, Strowman. And, and Miley's already hurt. Value. Yeah. They're I, in some I mean, trouble. They're in yeah, some trouble. They're, they're in bad, trouble. Man. And I have even let, like, I don't even know what to say about the Pirates anymore. Honestly. Because it's so, <laughs> like, I, I mean, they had a stretch with McCutcheon where it's like, Oh, maybe this team will be good. We, we've got like a legit star and he left his little stretch of years was over. And this team is never competitive and for a while. They used to even have like good pitching staffs. They don't have any, like they're not fun to watch play baseball. I don't under, like, they need a major, major overhaul to this organization. Like you look at the way they built this team. I love Brian Hayes. He is fantastic. He's a phenomenal baseball player. Talented. I mean, the rest of this lineup, it's kind of embarrassing that that's what your I, opening day lineup is. It, it, it really look, is. Yeah, like, I hear what you're saying. Brian Reynolds is a hell of a player as well. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> two or three guys Vogelbach can hit. Like, nah, Vogelbach's a beer league softball player. A, but dude, he can cr- he can crush. Or Satsugo wasn't even getting, like, looks at all last year. I just, it, it's, it's tough that this is your starting. These are going to be your everyday players at your position. You got Jose Quintana. He's your one. And Zach Thompson, like Zach Thompson's got better stuff than him. Mitch Keller, Brubaker, Will Crow, like that's your rotation. Those are your projected top five starters this year. So bad. Blackjack, they're, I mean, they're projected in the 69 60s. on fan graphs, but their over under was 64 and a half if you wanted to bet. And what's funny is, like, if you look at any projection sites, the difference between a projection site or a, like a gambling, like if you're going to bet on a win total is the projection sites, they're very um, conservative at the very top and the very bottom. Like they never have any team winning a hundred and they never yeah. have any team losing a hundred. So for them to have teams like that low, even like only winning 69, that shows you how bad they are and how bad they're supposed to be. Um there's, I don't really, I don't have a whole lot of positives to say about this other than Cabrian Hayes. Yeah, there's nothing good to say here. I mean, I, it's <laughs> this is an utter disaster. I mean, this is this is literally, and I, I, you know, sorry to tax relief advocates, but this is an abortion of a baseball team. I mean, this is like a half birthed baseball team. I, it's it's it's. I don't know how you can own an asset. And be so content with this performance from your front office, 
from I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Yeah, and I won't I won't get as upset with the A's because they've been competitive in years past and we, this year they're doing you're a exactly right. The A's so have there's a they, system there, right? They like, at least it's not like this is what they've been doing every year for a long time. The A's don't have a whole lot of money. They find a way to win on the margins. It's kind of embarrassing how all in they just said, we're not even going to field a team that's like going to be able to do anything this year. But we've been talking about it. If you're going to go extreme, I'd rather you go extreme and go that way. You know, and, well, because and, again, like, you know, if you're talking about like the A's, right, was this version of the A's a playoff contender? Yes. Were they ever winning a World Series? No. 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 So try it retool. out. Retool, figure it out. Uh, it's a bummer for this Pirates team. And I hope I'm wrong one of these years. And I hope they are better than yeah. I than I think, Beho. But, I mean, they're just not competitive. I, I'm going to make this quick on the Pirates. One, they offered uh, a big contract extension to Key Brian the other day. And he has not responded to it, which tells yeah. me everything I need to know. He has no intentions of ever staying in Pittsburgh. Why would he? Um, I, I, I think also that they end up trading – Reynolds at some point during the season. I think he's an asset people are going to want to have as a switch hitter. Um, and last but not least, guys, you know, Blackjack, you say you don't understand it. This is the problem with American sports and baseball in general. There is no consequences for sucking in baseball. You're yeah. going to make more money sucking with a low payroll yep. than you are winning. Yeah. So why, if, if you're the Pittsburgh owner... All right, because... He, it, go ahead. Because I mean, Pittsburgh's ownership like, group has been thumbing their nose at the world money for, is for fine. years. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm all Gordon Gecko. Greed is good. I love money. I'll take it wherever I can get it. Um, but at some point, wouldn't you be like, I'm just a little tired of being a doormat? Like... Losing yeah, no, is I mean, one thing, Gino, right? Like, like losing, but being so bad and never even like that's there's you're, you're not competitive, you're like, so irrelevant, right? You're not even like you're not even a laughing stock. People don't even like want right. to take the time to laugh at you. Well, because Marlins, you know, this team doesn't even compete in is, AAA. I know, look at the Marlins, right? Like, the Marlins were a team that we all beat up on for years about the ownership and Jeffrey Loria when he was there. But, like, that team still had years where they were competitive. They got two World Series. They won two World Series blew it up right afterwards. You know what I mean? But they still got two World Series rings. They took their shots. This team doesn't take any shots ever. Not ever. This team hasn't set, like you said, the A's. Hey, the A's in some years, they would make trades at the deadline. They would go out and get players to try to make their team as good as possible for the playoffs. We don't ever see the Pirates even in close enough range to do something like that. And uh, no. it's a bummer as we finish up the National League Central with yes. Beho's Reds. They are picked fourth in the division. They are 23rd to win the World Series if you're just looking at their odds over under. Win total 73 and a half. Fangraphs has them at 75. And uh, Beho, they got rid of you know, some of their key, key contributors from last year. A lot of this team, just how competitive they will be will come down to, I think, Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, those guys at the back end of the rotation. If they're a little ahead of schedule and they're ready, 
then yeah, maybe you could be closer to a 500 team. If those guys aren't ready to go, this team could really, really struggle right now because there is not a whole lot. I mean, your two best hitters are gone. Winker and Castellanos from last year. Another guy, Suarez, who struggled, but could at least get you 25 to 30 jacks and, and get you some pop here and there. Um, you know, tell us as a fan where you stand with this Reds team. I'm so excited for the season for the Reds. <laughs> it sounds like it. They're just going to be just fantastic. I mean, you trade away the heart and soul in Winker. Uh, you know, you got rid of Amir Garrett out of your bullpen. Uh, I don't know. You gave Suarez up. I understand trying to save a little money there. Um, woohoo, you brought in Tommy Pham and tried to make it like we just signed, you know, Alex Rodriguez in his prime. Dude, I look, there's some fun parts about this team. Jonathan India is an exceptional player. I've been high on him since he was playing for the Florida Gators. Joey Votto, I mean, he is what he is. He, he's been a great player for years. He proved last year he can still get it done. Outside of that, you got a guy like Sinzel, who we've heard about for years, is going to be the next star, and all he does is get hurt. We bring in Colin Moran from the Pirates. God bless him. Um, you know, Fraley, what, whatever. You get to the rotation, and, like, look, Lodolo's in there now because uh, Castillo is going to start he's going to miss a start or two. So I don't know, you know, Lodolo was one of those guys. There's some upside to him. Big lefty. He kind of reminds me of Kershaw a little bit. He throws more junk than he does. He Hunter green is interesting. Um, look, you can get him at nine to one as rookie of the year. I mean, this got those 103 miles an hour as a starter. Like he's got great stuff. Um, he's had Tommy John. I think the Reds were baby stepping him back to the bigs. I thought he was ready to be there at the end of last year. They chose not to. I, look, I mean, this is going to be one of those seasons. If Hunter Green's pitching, I'll probably watch the game. If not, I'll find a better game on TV and watch it. Yeah, I just uh, – It's just a bummer, man, because I feel like we were actually close to being you a really contending away. team. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, one we or just two missed more... the playoff last year. We made the playoffs the year before. It's like we're one or two pieces away from being a great team, and we in a division that was weak. In a weak division, you could have been. This could have been your same team from last year with one more pitcher. This would have been ripe for the taking with Winger. And coming off the Bengals Super Bowl run and how un you know practical that was, like the Reds could have done the same thing in baseball. Like they had the talent. That area was like excited and everybody hungry for something. And I just, I don't know, Blackjack, I, I unfortunately, I mean, they, they got rid of their best players. Yeah, I mean, they made themselves, we talked about a joke, they made themselves into a joke. They traded, they, they lost their best players here, gave them away. They got back to nothing, nothing. nothing. Was, I, it really was, just leaves me to, to one question, and I guess, Brian, as a Reds fan, you're going to have to answer this, which is when is your team going to stop acting like Al-Qaeda and ISIS and stop holding Joey Votto hostage and trade him to the Blue Jays where he belongs. Okay, so so that's very interesting because um, I love Votto. Let me start off by saying that. But Votto's contract extension that he signed has crippled the Reds and held them hostage. It's must, it's, the Reds are holding him hostage. They can't deal him 
on that deal. Nobody's paying that money for Are him. Are y'all good? Please. They take him up in Toronto. Great Canadian hero returns home. Let me ask you this. Why the Where Toronto's at now, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is playing first base. What's Votto going to do? DH? What, didn't they just get a ch- or yeah, they, I mean they've got some options well, we'll up there too. a few days at DH. Yeah. By the way, I think the Blue Jays just became my baseball team live on this show. The Blue Jays Blue are Jays. my team this year. They're, they're, they're the second. I'm we talked about, about them, them yesterday. They were second uh, choice to win the World Series, a second favorite. By the favorite. way, the Reds owner had had a, one of the funniest statements ever preseason. He, uh, you know, where the where the season got pushed back. You know, the Reds typically start all the seasons like we're the first pitch. It's tradition. We know baseball doesn't start till the Reds' first game starts. Um, he said it got pushed back, so we're opening on the road and then coming home. And he said that there's still quite a few tickets open for uh, opening day uh, to buy them up because, you know, we usually always pack the house. And just that change in schedule just really messed with it. I'm like, no, I think the, the tickets are available because you sold the whole team for nothing, you asshole. Asshole. Not happy. Not a happy Reds fan. We move into the Dodgers division. We uh, move into the National League West, and the Dodgers are uh, your favorite to win the World Series this year. If you wanted to bet on their win total, 99 and a half. That's that's where the number is right now. Fangraphs has them as your number one team overall, winning around 94 games. Um, If you wanted to bet them to win the World Series, you probably wouldn't even get five to one. Mookie Betts, Freeman, Trey Turner, Max Muncie, Will Smith, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Chris Taylor, Gavin Lux. Now, I will say that their lineup is fan-freaking-tastic. Incredible. If they do have a weakness, that this rotation isn't quite as good as it's been in years past. It's, it's, right. it's not. It's not as proven, right? And the one thing that does concern me is Walker Bueller, through 200 innings last year, the most he's ever thrown careful. by far. You'd be very careful. You tread lightly. Julio Arias, he threw 187 innings last year, by far the most he's ever thrown. And then you've got Kershaw, who's a little bit older. So those are your top three guys. They're all great, but I'm not going to be surprised if all three of them have injuries or issues throughout the year where they miss time because those two guys, they were babied a little bit. As Dodger prospects, Bueller has already had Tommy John. So the Dodgers have always been in great shape where they never needed to ask them to go pitch 150 or 200 innings like that. Now they will. They need these guys to be every five, every fifth day starters this year. That's my only concern. Um, Now, Dustin May should be coming back in a few months. That'll help. Tony Gonsolin. He should be better than he was last year. You've got Andrew Heaney and Tyler Anderson, who are like your fifth and sixth guys at the back end of the rotation. But I mean, this is a re- blackjack. This is a really good baseball team, a really good lineup. Their bullpen is is very solid too. They brought in Kimbrel, um, who I don't really love Kimbrel as the like your closer. He can kind of blow up, but the guys in front of Kimbrel are pretty good. And if you need to remove him, they can throw Gratterall or Trinan in there fine. So I think. Unless yeah. the Giants win 106 games or 107 games again I mean, this year, I think the Dodgers are in a pretty good spot. Listen, this team is the 27 Yankees, right? I mean, this lineup is top to bottom, and I will say this without any hyperbole, the best lineup I think I've ever seen, top to bottom. 
I don't know that I've ever laid eyes on paper on a better lineup than this. Um, you're right, though, Gino. The rotation is is where it gets a little iffy. You know, you've got there's pieces there, right? That if 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 it if it holds together, it'll be fine. The, it's not the nearly league, as deep as it's been though it's in years not. past. Now the only thing I'll say is uh, Andrew Friedman keeps pulling rabbits out of his hats and making trades whenever they need anything yep. and getting the best possible piece available. So they have so many assets that they could add another number two, number three type starter yeah, throughout the year I very mean, easily. That's the thing is, like you've got to just trust that they're going to put it together. But you know, the other thing is this lineup is. I mean, you may not need a ton of pitching to win games with this lineup. Biho, what do you think about my Dodgies this year? Oh, they're the best team in baseball and the best team baseball has seen in probably a decade at least. I mean, Blackjack, the nail on the head. You look at this lineup on paper. I mean, Gino, what do you I mean? You said you're concerned about the rotation. I mean, I hear what you're saying at the same time. If we're talking about every team with their strengths and weaknesses, I think that would be the concern for them, right? I get it. But, I mean, is anything a concern for the Dodgers when you can just go out and get the best player? Because that's what they're going to do. I mean, you you know what? I hope you like Luis Castillo. You're probably going to have him before the I was going to say, he's someone that you can absolutely see them making a trade for for someone like Castillo. And I know that it's funny because fans say things like, if you're a fan of a team like the Pirates who we were talking about, then you're going to say like, oh, yeah, the Dodgers and the Yankees, they go buy everything, right? Who if cares? If you were a fan of those teams, you would love You'd it. like it. Because yeah. you know that your, your, your fan base or you know that your organization cares. Because I said, I sat here years where the Dodgers were good, but they were run by Frank McCourt. And every year we knew that we weren't good enough to win it all. But if we made one move, we might have. And they never made the move. They never made the move. And now every year, I never worry about the Dodgers making the move. They go and make the move. And some years it doesn't work out. They went and got Scherzer and Trey Turner last year, and they didn't win. But you know what? It was because Scherzer got a little bit hurt. They didn't have enough pitching down the stretch. But as a fan, I know they're going to try. And that's all I want. That's all that I can ask for as we move along. From the Dodgers to the D-backs, they are – projected to be one of the worst teams in the league. I think the their World Series odds are 28th. They're over under only 66 and a half. Fangraphs has them at 70 wins. I will tell you, there's one guy that I love to bet, Merrill Kelly. I love to bet him because he's always a dog. Last year, he had a great run. He won me a couple of those BTV showdowns because I was riding him in some weeks where he had two starts. But the, other than that, I mean, Zach Gallen has some some upside, and maybe we could see this rotation if Bumgarner has anything left being the like the high point for this team. But Blackjack, even if Bumgarner and Gallen and the guy who I mentioned, Merrill Kelly, are good, how much production are they going to get from a lineup where I mean, Dalton Varshow and Christian Walker, like that's There's, David yeah. Peralta, that's the middle, that's your your production. This is another one of those teams like the Nationals that needs to that needs to blow this thing up, right? I mean, you've got Bumgarner, who again, there would be teams lining up to take Madison Bumgarner. Okay, yeah, I mean, you're gonna get a huge haul, but you'll get something. Okay, Kelly Davies, Marte for sure. I mean, this team, this lineup is, as you said, you know, it's just punchless. I mean, there's nothing here to like outside of Marte. I mean, like it's it's just bad. Um, and, and especially with the way 
the top half of this division is, this team is just non-competitive. Yeah, these these bottom two teams in the division uh, are really really going to struggle. Uh, Biho, any any thoughts on uh, on the D backs? Yeah, I mean, Blackjack, you mentioned blowing this thing up, and I think that you know, I think you're right. Except for, I just don't think they have some of the tradable pieces that a team like the Nationals do have. Um, it looks like Marte just agreed to an extension recently like a day or two ago five years 76 million um now that they've got him locked in for those five years maybe he becomes a better piece to try to trade and get prospects yeah Yeah. um so that's what i'm thinking is is happening there i don't foresee Keitel staying in arizona for five years um that would seem uh, like a waste to me so uh it'll be interesting to see what they do with him but i'm like blackjack blow it up so you know you sign if you sign Keitel to that extension and and control him for at least three years. That that makes him worth a lot of prospects back. You can trade him. I'm sure somebody would take him in a heartbeat. And yeah, the D backs are the longest shot in the division. If you wanted to bet them to win the NLS, let's move to the Giants. This team won 107 games last year, Blackjack, and I was so pissed watching them every, I I would be, I was so mad because a lot of them were fluky and it wasn't like, but the balls were bouncing. They would hit right into the shift and somebody would make an error. Guys in left field would be dropping random balls and I like trying to catch them as a Dodger fan every night going, this team is not this good. This team is not this good. I know they're not that good. And the only thing, even though the Dodgers didn't win last year, which that's really all that matters to me. The one thing that made me sort of feel like sane as a gambler was, was knowing that the luck was going to kind of run out for the giants because the way their season ended was on a bad call against the Dodgers on a, on a strike call that shouldn't have been a strike. So for all the balls, that, that was so bad. That was, was so bad. A, I tell you, it was a horrible call. Does that mean they wouldn't have won the game? No, the next pitch could have been strike three, right? Yeah. But it was, it was just a horrible, horrible call. And that was what ended their year when that would have been a month ago. That wouldn't have been called. And that guy would have gotten on base and they would have won that game. I feel like a team like this, it's sort of like the team hits all of their threes in a game in basketball. I try to play against them the next game. I just don't think this team can be remotely as good as last year. And you feel like some of the things are going to have to bounce the other way. And I mean, let's be honest, they're just not as good. They don't have Buster Posey, first off. Longoria is not going to be there to start. They So they have a, a decent pitching staff because they brought in Rodon and Logan Webb was really good and Di Scalafini. But you wonder how much of that was because of Posey Yeah, that, that staff was good. They, they I think lost, at least some of it, right? Obviously, they lost pieces on the pitching staff as well. Um you know, Chris Bryant was a nice addition mid-year. He's not there. Longoria, as you said, is not there to start. Um, I, I, I just, I think this team had a. It, it, it took me a long time last year, Gino, to buy into this team. I know. really did, and I finally did. And you know, I'm looking at it now, and I just, I don't know. I don't see it. I, I think that they are very clearly the third best team in this division. You yeah, remember what you feel- said about the Braves? Yeah. This team stinks. Let's just call it what it is. They had yeah. a horseshoe up their ass all last year. 
Well, I, and, and and let's be fair, they did get some very good pitching. Like, yeah, they got really good pitching from guys that had never been that good. That Whoa. was the only Ke- thing. Kevin Gossman, Gaussman, and Disco has never shown. Well, you first that off, Discafani was pretty good when he was with he's, the Reds. He's Let's good, but he'd away. never been that good what for that long good? of of a period of time. And no, then on also, top of and Webb for the last half of the year was like the best pitcher, like the best pitcher in baseball, freaking out and breaking bad, shoot kids, but still like the best pitcher in baseball, looking like Landry out there from Friday Night Lights, you know? Um, <laughs> it bothered the hell out of me. Odd reference. It bothered me because I'd be watching breaking Landry. Bad and Friday Night looked, Lights. Because he's the same guy. It's I'm like, damn it. It would be off every time he's got this like, Freckly looks like he's so young and like, you know, and then he's just striking out every dodge, like my Dodger lineup, but oh, the Giants last year, they got me frustrated, but I just. Also, uh, breaking news, Bryce Harper has homered again in the second inning of the game, oh, his eight-home run of the spring. B-Harp, spring training MVP, Bryce Harper. Getting those home runs the hardware. now. Send, send him the hardware. Send him the hardware. Um, There's one thing about time. Bryce Harper that we know, he chokes. Yes, he does. We got two more teams in the National League to dissect. Let's get to the Padres here. Um, This is an important year for the Padres and what they tried to build because they they did go all in in these last couple years. They went and they made a bunch of moves to bring in um, high top level pitching. They, you know, they signed Machado to the big deal. They've got Tatis, who's going to be out for two months probably to start. But their staff is still good with Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, Clevenger. Paddock was a weird. They were going to trade him. Then they brought him back. Now who knows what's going on? And then they brought in Sean Manaya. They just made a trade for him, which will really help. So that rotation should be able to carry them through the time that they're missing Tatis. And they were good early on in the year last year. The one thing I'll tell you about this team, Blackjack, they play there against the Dodgers. It, it, if you ever want to bet them, maybe against the Dodgers is the time to because they take those games so seriously like they are Game 7 of the World Series every time. They want to beat them so bad. And then whatever ends up happening, it's like they get so up for those games that immediately after they play the Dodgers, they get swept the next series. It's like that they got all the energy there and it sucked the life out of them, you know? Um, I'm going was- to tell you that I think in my mind the single biggest addition – to this roster is Bob Melvin. Okay. That ass clown that was managing this team last year. Okay. Him being gone. Best thing could have happened to this team. What you just said, think about it. They'd play the Dodgers. They'd get all amped up and then they'd be flat the next series. Bob Melvin will take care of that. All right. Bob Calm Melvin. Down a little guys. Like it's just, just it's just hand. Yeah. Okay. He will take care of that. He's the best thing they could have done here. This team has all the talent in the world. Right, you you talk about a team who's got pitching depth. Jesus Christ, this pitching yep. rotation could go six, seven deep. Yep. Okay, they've got a lineup that's going to be very good as the year goes on. I like the Padres a lot. They're definitely a playoff team. I think giving Dodgers a run for their money to win this division, they've got all the pieces. Yep. Yeah, things go well for them. They're the San Francisco team last year that just yeah. plays a little bit better than the Dodgers, right? Yeah. That, you know, they win 102 games and the Dodgers win a hundred, something along those lines like that. They're projected in the 89, 90 range. Beho, I think they're second in the NL West. They're ninth 
if you're looking for a team to win the World Series, they're ninth in the 15, 16 range. I don't, I don't think like them, but I don't think that that's a bad spot for them. But you don't seem as high on the Padres this year. Yeah, I mean, they just Tatis worries me because he's such a great player and he's so fun and so fun to watch. He's just a breath of fresh air. God, he is good for the game. He's good. And he's such a marketable guy with his look. I mean, everything about him says rock star. And then you're riding motorcycles around, dude. Stop. Like, what Why? are you doing? Your shoulders, your shoulders already busted up. You know, oh, now, now you've broken a wrist riding a motorcycle. Like, you, I really hope that taught him a lesson and he really starts focusing on the game because he's great as is. If he worked as hard as maybe his dad did to stay in the big leagues, he'd be even better. Um, It's going to be interesting. I'm interested to see what Kim does at shortstop while he's not there, because if Kim, you know, establishes himself, I think that moves him to the outfield when he does come back. Um, You know, I don't, I'm not saying Kim is, better player i think they want to protect him by putting him in the outfield um that being said again i I like luke voigt a lot uh coming from the yankees i thought he was a solid hitter i think he's going to add depth to their lineup i don't know what they're trying to do with hosmer it sounds like they were trying to trade him and paddock the other day to the mets so i don't even know if those two are going to be around um yeah it's just the team's good you know but i mean when you look at the dodgers and you look at this team I mean, come on, man. It's it's not even close. Blackjack, my old my old coach, he he you know, the slang term we know sometimes for uh for for breasts or for testicles is tatis sometimes, you know. And so my one of my old coaches, he used to he used to we walk by and he go, Fernando's on that one. And I always, it just, it makes me laugh always. It was, it was very well done. You know, and I would always think it was Good great way to because do it, it was right after it was a, it was a very subtle way to do it. Right. Cause nobody knew what you're talking about. Look at the Fernandos over there, you know, and you Oh, okay. I know where you're going there. Cause the great thing about Fernando Tatis senior is he'll always be one of those like trivia questions. The guy who hit the two grand slams in one inning off of Chan Ho park on that. Cause it in the same inning off the same pitcher. Like the odds of that are so nuts. Just having to have the uh, the bases be loaded for you twice. But anyways, when I think Tatis, the the like ten year old inside of me always giggles. You know, oh yeah, yeah. the Tatis <laughs> had to go on the tangent nice. there. <laughs> uh, any uh, any more to add with these Padres blackjack? No, right? We 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 got them before. Yeah, they're 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 a solid team. We'll see. They're one of the better teams in the uh, in the National League. And they're going to be uh, discussed right before we talk about one of the worst teams in the National League, the Colorado Rockies, who are in that 68-69 range for their wins projections. They are picked fourth in this division, only above the Diamondbacks. 26th as far as World Series odds are stacked. And it's just a problem with this team is it's unfortunate. Like, why would any pitcher ever there if you were a good pitcher you would oh, you, uh, um the schools are really good Mike Hansen there, told me that there you go great cool. yeah that's we've heard yeah we've seen that I just so you're never gonna get top of the line starters they've had some young guys that they wanted they thought may have been better through the years Gray Mark 
Pez, Freeland. These guys aren't bad, but that's the problem. You better than that, and they don't have the lineup good enough to out-hit you. I, I just think it's so hard playing here. It, 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 it's a bitch ballpark, I something to them. When they go away from it, that might hurt them. And this team just doesn't look to have a very good lineup. I mean, they've got three or four guys that'll probably hit 30 home runs and, and rake and, and do it just quietly and under the radar and, and lose, you know, 90 games. What do you do? Like, I mean, how yeah. do you what, what, what do I you mean, do? Like, I don't know. Is this, I mean, it, what are they Brian, doing? Brian, Brian, I don't know if you've, if you've ever been to Denver, but like, I, is it, is it really such a pronounced difference playing baseball that like, you just can't fucking pitch there. I, I've been to Denver. I feel I felt the altitude, but like, I I don't get it. I don't know what I, I don't know what the answer is here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree. It seems to be a mystery. I mean, you've seen guys come out of Colorado like pitch well in Colorado and yeah. then leave the first chance they get. I, I don't blame them at all. How about, um, remember the year Ibaldo had. That's the yeah. one that I keep thinking about, right? Yeah. Freeland had a really nice year a couple of years ago. They were a World Series team long ago. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, you know, you mentioned Herman Marquez, and he's a perfectly fine middle-of-the-rotation guy. He's not a number one. And when that's your number one, you're not going to be very good. Um, other than that, I mean, what what is Chris – why did they sign Chris Bryant? Why did he go there? Uh, he'll sell some jerseys, and as far as he's concerned, he's about to smack a lot of home runs. Yeah, I mean, you say that. I just – I can't tell what this team's doing here because they've got young guys like Connor Jones, C.J. Crone that are good players. Blackman's starting to age. Brennan Rogers is okay. McMahon's a solid third baseman. I mean, I feel like they're at a crossroads right here. What are we doing? What are we Another doing? One, like a, a, an in-betweener. Go make a move or – I, I I just, yeah, I worry about this team. Like, the Rockies trying to compete. It's always fun to watch Colorado, but uh, they just don't look like they're going to win a whole lot of games this year. We are going to win you a whole lot of money this year. BTV, better than Vegas. Give us a follow at BTV Bets. What time is the baseball show tomorrow, Blackjack? Noon Eastern. Don't Noon Eastern. listen. Noon Eastern. Eastern time tomorrow, opening day of the baseball season. Do not miss it. Special guests right here. Head to BetUS to get all your wagers in. OldSmokeClothing.com slash BTV. And check out that fantastic shirt that we've got over there. I don't bet, I win. It's a great way to show your support for us here at Better Than Vegas. Beho, my friend. Good luck to you rest of the day. I'll be talking to you again very shortly. Blackjack. Good luck in your futures, in your plays. And it's a, whoo, tomorrow's a fun day. Baseball season starts. The Masters gets underway. Big racing this weekend. We got Mohawk Mania tomorrow. A whole ton of action right here at Better Than Vegas. Flip those notifications on at BTV Bets.